Welcome to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. Today we have a guest. This is our second guest on the show and we're so excited. So excited. It is a dear friend of ours in our life. Um, you know, some podcasts will bring in some people that have books out and audio recordings or different things like that, but we like to bring in our friends that are right there with us that are going through life and have something to share with us. And so our friend Kim is going to be on with us and she has something to talk about attitude. So Kim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much ladies for having me. I'm honored and blessed to be here with you and can't wait to dive into our session. Yay. So I took the liberty of like looking up attitude, the definition, because I just wanted to see what it said. And so the definition said attitude, a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. Ooh. So. Yes. I love that. So I do truly believe that attitude is like a piece of clothing. When you wake up in the morning, you truly get to choose what kind of attitude you're going to put on. Uh, There's a funny quote that I, you know, Facebook and how they have those time hops. Yes. So um, early on when attitude became this revolutionary thing that I had control over for myself, Mm -hmm. I wrote this uh, Facebook post that said... um, You know, nobody wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror and says, I'm going to be sure that I make everybody around me have a horrible attitude. (laughs) But when we put on the wrong attitude in the morning, that Uh, really could be what we're saying to people. If we choose to walk out that door with a horrible attitude in the morning, everybody is going to be affected by that. Yeah. It's a ripple effect. Yeah. It's almost like if you bump into someone, it's like a little bit of that like rubs off and goes right on to the next person. Mm -hmm. And you can choose to either keep it on or or take it off. Yeah. Attitudes. That's like a Monday thing. Because I feel like most people have like a, oh, it's Monday. Today's going to be terrible attitude about Mondays. Yeah. And there are probably moments where I walk into my Monday and be like, oh, of course I didn't do this right. Or, oh, yeah, my coffee spilled over. Oh, it's a Monday. And then you just kind of, you put that on and you just carry it into the next thing and then the next thing. And so then you just have that negative outlook. I tell this story to uh, my children often of the day that I dropped an egg on my mom's kitchen floor. And it was just, it was one of those ho-hum days where I was kind of down in the dumps and I hadn't chosen a very good attitude. And it was like, if just one more thing could go wrong and then I dropped an egg and I've never in my life dropped an egg Mm -hmm. before or cracked one in a weird way, like, I don't know. Uh, And so I dropped an egg on the floor and I looked down at it and it was on my toes and I just started to laugh. And I'm like, I just chose, like at that point, you know what? There is no point in being upset with myself. I dropped the egg, it's okay. And I I chose right then and there to put on a better attitude, but that was just so impactful for me, just a dropping of an egg. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, but you also, you chose to respond to it in such a way because you had said even in a sentence before that if one more thing happens. Yep, I sure did. But it's. (laughs) Attitude can be that simple. It can be a switch. Yeah. Um, last night uh, was a really hard night. We are processing some things, going through a lot, and we were working on a big project, uh, my sisters, my mom and I. And I went to bed so frustrated and so upset. And then I remembered that I like to thank God for a couple things every night before I go to bed. 
And my sister, um, Danielle, my youngest one, came in the room and I said, I'm thankful for blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, we're doing this? Okay, I'm thankful for blah, 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 blah. Whatever the things were. One of them was electricity because her power just had gone out and oh. came back. <laughs> but we, we say those things and literally I laid in bed and go, wow, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Automatically, just by saying something, by focusing in on something else. Even as I went to bed, the attitude of frustration and letting things come in and like weigh me down and go, well, t- tonight was terrible. Tomorrow's going to be terrible. Yes. Completely switched yeah. mm-hmm. because yeah. I was just thankful. Yes. So yeah, like, that's something. I love that. Yeah. Especially like in today's day and age where we're at, there's a lot of things that are going on that could get us down. So how do you like stay positive and have that positive attitude when there are like you turn on the tv and you're like well here we go what's today gonna hold and it has honestly taken years to get better uh so i um it's hard to believe if if anybody knows me (laughs) that that i do have um days where it was just a complete negative attitude Uh and it's a conscientious decision when I realize that I'm stuck or falling into that rut of negativity to pull myself out of it. And the first step is identifying, identifying that you are there within it. And then admitting it to somebody is another second step where you can be like, okay, I have this horrible attitude right now and I need to do something to get out of it. Just like Miss Elizabeth said, where she um, decided last night she was going to turn on the gratitude to help yeah. Help chase away that bad <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Can you say that again? That was great. <laughs> I know that came out of nowhere. So I turned on the, the gratitude to get rid of the bad attitude. There you oh, go, my yes. friend. <laughs> the quote of the day. The quote yes. of the day. Uh, but that's true. That's truly what it is, is mm-hmm. to make the choice of recognizing it, identifying it, admitting it openly. And then you've got to like loosen up and laugh at yourself. Yeah. You know, um, you can allow somebody when they come to you with a negative attitude to really pull you down or you can kind of pull them back up, which brings me to this amazing verse that really helps with my attitude it's first peter 3 9 and it says don't repay evil for evil don't retaliate with insults when people insult you instead pay them back with a blessing that is what god has called you to do and he will grant you his blessing and so if you choose when somebody comes at you with one of those negative attitudes Mm -hmm. or you're confronted with the negativity that's going on in the media which can honestly be a lie from the enemy that wants to attack you uh you know you make that choice right then and there no i'm not going to come back at you with with negative i'm going to try to uplift you instead Mm -hmm. and the joy Honestly, it's the joy of the Lord that you will feel when you choose not to kind of stoop down to that negative level. Mm-hmm. So That's good. I think like the big thing that stuck out to me was like admitting or like telling somebody else like, hey, yes. I have a bad attitude today or like, and that's big because like, I don't know, I walk around and I, I because I have that negative attitude and because my day is not going so well. I, it's almost like a tornado where I want to scoop you into what I'm doing because I I don't want to see positive Patty over here, but being like, hey, look, I kind of had a rough morning. I'm not in the best mood. 
kind of like stops the tornado and stops it so that somebody else can help you out. So yeah. that's a good that's a good thing. So now whenever I have a bad attitude, I think I'm just going to go up to my family and be like, I have a bad attitude today. Please help me. But it, but honestly, but you just saying that now, it brought a smile to your face, yeah. right? Because yeah. you can admit it's, the, it's coming with that humble heart and you're like, all right, I got a bad attitude right now. And then it almost sometimes just admitting it openly, you're kind of like, but really, was it, is it worth it? <laughs> bad it, it yeah. You, you really kind of realign yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've seen like if with work with my students, my fifth graders, they just knew how to press my buttons. And so luckily after I had them, I would like have a prep with like no students for about 50 minutes. So if like they grinded my gears or something like that, as soon as my prep started, I would like turn on worship music or like turn on a podcast or something just to totally change my mood because I just needed to get out of that because I was like, I have the rest of the day and my other grades don't need to have a mean teacher because of what these kids were doing. But then also like after I got out of the little bad attitude, I kind of was like, Tori, there was no reason. Like it was something funny, like they're children, like it's all good. Well, can we go back to the clothing thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because basically what you just said with even that like 50 minutes between your classes as a teacher, like, Putting on a shirt takes how long? Like, it takes seconds to put on a shirt. And so often, we think, oh, to change our attitude, it's going to take so much. Yes. But if you really think about it in the form of a a clothing aspect of shoes, I mean, yes, maybe you have to tie your shoes and it takes a second longer. But, like, otherwise, like, that attitude coming in. And I think with God's word, there's a lot of scripture and there's a lot of aspects that talk about whatever you're thinking on and all these different stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. if you go into Philippians. And so when it comes to that, I love that you literally showed us how you basically changed that attitude of clothing out that was picked up from these fifth graders into something of praise, into something mm-hmm. that helps you to affect the, those around you in a positive way. Yeah. So that reminds me, um, I used to deal with road rage. I would be the person that would get angry that you cut me off, okay? Like, I don't know. I took personal offense as if I knew you, uh, and I don't do that anymore. But unfortunately, a lot of people need help with road rage and getting frustrated with what you... But that person didn't wake up, kind of like what I said in the beginning. That person yeah. didn't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go and find Tori Goodrow and I am going to totally run her car off the road because, but those people are all having a bad day. Like when you get behind your vehicle and you are driving like a madman, like, yeah. and you know what? I started telling myself, they obviously have somewhere so important to go, more important than where I need to go. And I'm going to get there when I get there and I'm going to get there safely. But it was that attitude shift that I chose instead of getting annoyed or frustrated or allowing them to cut me off and me lose my Christianity because I want to lay on the horn. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to get where I'm going. Eventually, I'll get out of the church parking lot, okay? I just got filled <laughs> with the Holy Spirit, and I need to wait. Uh, but it's it's that changing of your attitude in everything that you encounter. I mean, your best friend, like we talked about, your best friend could be having the worst day. Mm-hmm. And she might not be able to openly say. It might not be that humility part at that point. Because trust me, when you are frustrated, the last thing you, you want to admit yeah, is like... Yeah. I am ugly right now. Yeah. Uh, But when you do, it's just the freedom that comes in that. Right. And the ability. 
but kind of even the compassion for other people. So the compassion was the word I was thinking of when you were talking in letting that person pass you on the road. Yeah. Or if somebody approaches you and they, you can tell, instead of taking personal offense to where they're at, kind of come alongside them, put your arm around them. Like, I'm gonna have compassion for you in your, your bad attitude right now. And I'm not gonna take it personal. The world doesn't revolve around me, but I can help as yeah. I encounter people throughout the day. Uh, I like to say, just, just smile. Now, unfortunately, we're all wearing face masks right now. I'm dating the time of this podcast, yes. but um, <laughs> we're all wearing But we all but are. People yes. can see your eyes, even though yeah. they can't see your mouth, and they can tell that you're smiling. And sometimes people just need those compassionate eyes, and that will rub off on them too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 I love what you said about compassion. Um, I found like there's certain uh, personality things that I've taken or tests and stuff like that. And when I find out something about someone else that they identify with a certain number when it comes to the Enneagram or they um, are this on a certain test, that there's a certain level of compassion that I can have. So that when I'm walking yeah. around or doing different things, I'm not easily offended so that my attitude can be changed and adjusted to have compassion and understanding and and love towards someone. Yes. And I think it's a lot with compassion is a huge thing. And I'm so glad that the Lord had compassion on us. Amen. Right. And then also helps and continuously has compassion on us to help us. Yeah. So that we can have it out as we go. For sure. For sure. Definitely. I um, was thinking, you said that you were a mom of two boys. So how yes. does attitude like affect <laughs> them? And how do you kind of teach them to put on the right clothing in the morning for their attitude? attitude oh i love that you asked that question so yesterday was a day <laughs> of course because i'm coming on your podcast to talk about attitude yes. my attitude has to be affected right <laughs> and so yesterday uh i was doing great in the morning got my workout in got my word in and like i was ready to go right and then i had a conversation with someone i dearly love mm -hmm. and i was so frustrated by our conversation i was just so downtrodden by um their reactions to things as i continually tried to press in the positivity and redirect them to christ and kind of realign their focus to christ and it just didn't happen they didn't want to take that and i decided I'm frustrated now. Like it took, it mm. exhausted me. It pulled what I had. Yeah. And instead of going and doing what you did, where you refill yourself on the praise and worship, okay, I waited a couple <laughs> hours to do that. Um, and instead, every time my children tried to talk to me as I'm deep in thought, I may have not had the best attitude with them. Mm -hmm. And so um, finally my, my son, uh, this is probably four hours <laughs> after this conversation where my attitude went downhill, he looks at me and he goes, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, um, not sure what to say to you because I really think that, uh, you might be upset right now. And I looked at him and I said, I want you to know that I have been a jerk. And I, I don't like when they say the word jerk, but I used it with him. I said, I have been a, a jerk and I may have said some not nice things today in the not right attitude. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm sorry for that. So I humbled myself. It's so important that parents humble themselves when they talk to their children, yeah. that they ask their children for forgiveness too, because you know what? We make mistakes and our children don't need to think that we're perfect. Uh, because we're not. And so yesterday I failed as a parent, but I did write when I apologized to my child and I told him, 
You know, I didn't have a right attitude. I allowed someone earlier today that I love to frustrate me. And then I took my frustration and I wore a bad attitude because I do talk to them a lot about attitude. And I took my bad attitude and I took it out on you. And you didn't deserve that and you did nothing to earn that and I'm not upset with you in any way. And he said, oh, okay. And then went on joking. <laughs> like he just, and then he decided that it was gonna be his mission to help me and just even openly Aww. admitting that. And then I went on a bike ride by myself as fast as I could. And I yeah. prayed to God and I finally did that step that we were supposed to do probably the four hours before that. Yeah. And I realigned myself with God and I came back and I had a great evening. The rest of the evening was great with my family. Um, but we can, we can let things negatively affect or I have um, two boys, as you said, and one of them is young and he's after my heart. So he still is in that pleasing stage. And the other one is a prepubescent boy. And he <laughs> is in that stage where I am like, oh Lord, I do not want puberty to come. <laughs> because I am very worried about what he is going to say sometimes. Uh, but I've been having to talk to him. Like he, he will come and he'll say, oh, we've got a, we, we walked um, the other night to have dinner in uh, downtown Farmington and we walked up these stairs and it was hot and he was so hungry <laughs> and it was just going to be the worst and and this is a conversation it's looked many different scenarios but it's always been the same and I said what are you choosing to say when you're complaining now what are you choosing to do to our family dynamic as Ooh, you're choosing to complain yeah. instead of enjoying this beautiful walk and soon you will have food in your belly they'll put chips and salsa right in front of you as soon as you hit the table what are you choosing to do can you can you put something else on can you choose a better attitude to have right now and he grabbed my hand and hopped the rest of the way Aww. to the restaurant because he realized. And sometimes it's just a small reminder, a guide like, hey, you've let yourself get to this place of yeah. ugliness or you know negativity, yeah. and you're gonna start pulling people down with you. Yeah. And that's Ooh. not what Christ calls us to do. Christ wants us to bring alongside others yeah. beside us, and he wants us to lead by example. And if we're not leading ourselves by example, yeah. if we're not walking in that, in our daily walk, then, then what are we doing? Right. Mm -hmm. It's not out of love. I mean, our attitude should show love all the time. And so when we choose a bad attitude, we are not showing Christ love. We truly can't. So, yep. That's so good. I love that. I mean, you're teaching your children, A, to like even notice that, like how your, one of your sons noticed that you weren't in the best of moods or had a bad attitude. Like, I love that. And then I love that, like, it's talked about, you know, like, hey, what are we going to do? Because in this situation, you could either go one way or another. And then he took your hand and he hopped the whole way. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and with kids, since you're a mom, Tori works with them, I work with kids, giving them options and showing them. There was a statement a while ago, and I loved it about parents, but like um, explanation without, um, uh, no, expectation without explanation leads to exasperation. It's yes. been something yes. that's been going on in my family for a long time, talking about that. And so I love that you're even showing that, that you're explaining to your kids, because there are many things that aren't taught well, and in the future, Tori and I are gonna have a podcast yeah. about it. But one of the things that isn't taught well is sometimes conflict, but it's also 
our attitude yes. and adjusting it. There's so many things that aren't taught well. And so it's really cool to see that you are teaching mm-hmm. your sons that because then they can also teach those around them. Just like us talking about this, like we're getting understanding about something that, you know, is so simple yet huge, yeah. huge, and it, it affects us every day. Yes. Yeah. I loved that you said that you you admit, you know, that you are wrong because I've learned that carries so much weight even as like a teacher because there'll be moments when I see my kids twice a day for reading and math and so sometimes in reading something will happen and then when I see them again in math you know I sit them down and I'm like look I just want to say I'm sorry for x y and z and what can I do better yeah and that has helped so much because they realize that a, I'm human and I make mistakes. And even though we think teachers are awesome and wonderful, like I make mistakes. So, um, and it helps with that. And it, it gives them grace so like they can see that like, oh, you know, Miss Goodrow makes a mistake. Like it's okay. So, yeah. Yep. And it shows them to go back too. Because they're going to have bad attitudes. Everyone's going to have bad days. Yeah. But they can go back and apologize and take ownership of what they've done. Mm-hmm. And, and then ask somebody else and who knows me on a bad day could have been mean to my one son and then he could go and be mean and it is like we said earlier such a ripple effect, effect. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so I do want to share this because I know that you guys are about to wrap up and I think this is so imperative because this is kind of this is a quote that sat on it's kind of gross I worked in an office building and we all <laughs> shared one community bathroom oh, fun. but this quote <laughs> sat on the wall and I read it time and time and time again. I can't tell you how many times I read it before it finally took the impact of my life. It is a quote by Charles Swindle. So if you want to look it up after this, you can. It's Charles Swindle and it's entitled Attitude. And it says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than past than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than success, than what other people think, say, or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. Wow. Wow. I can see why you would have to sit on that and process that. It was a working in, honestly, if I'm going to be real honest, it was a working of the Holy Spirit to start realigning me back to Christ. Because when I found that on the wall in the bathroom, I wasn't living my life for Christ. And that can honestly, it was just a snowball effect after it finally, like, you know, when the Holy Spirit, you, you read the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. and then the Holy Spirit illuminates it and it comes to life. That is what happened to me in reading this. 
it just illuminated and then after that it was just a amazing ripple effect and uh retransformation of my life and walking back to christ and so yes attitude to me counts i say attitude counts 24 7 in everything you in everything you do so that is awesome well thank you so much for joining us on the show it was so great to have you on and talk about attitude and there yeah a lot of great nuggets that were dropped so so thank you kim we really appreciate it and before we go yes we have our questions that we ask with bright and bubbly something bright that is encouraging to you and something bubbly that has been fun what are those things that have been happening in your world okay so something bright that has been happening is I have um, joined a book club and it is amazing with some young adults and so I'm 35 <laughs> <laughs> and so these people are all 25 and under so that's amazing and they're keeping me young and then um, bubbly is I am going on a mom's alone trip without children it's just an overnighter but I am so excited and so that's happening this weekend and I can't wait. My (laughs) hands are raised in complete praise and excitement for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Those are great things. And so we wanted to just kind of mix it up a little bit and not give you something from Tori and I, because we can do that every week, but just to hear a different perspective. And it was really cool to have Kim's perspective because she has that perspective of a mom, but also as someone just doing life and loving the Lord as she does it. And so we really appreciate that you would come and spend the time. And yes, we do know that it's echoey. We're in a different room today. Yes, <laughs> new location. We took the podcast on the road. But thanks so much for listening. Go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. Yes, listen soon. <laughs> <laughs>